today, the candidates who want to serve you on the Baxter City Council, the Gainsborough Town Council, and Circuit Court Judge Part 1 in the 13th Judicial District. Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Live Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. I'm Tom Duggan. Today, our series continues where you get the chance to hear from the candidates, where they stand, the issues that are important in their minds, where they want to take the Upper Cumberland moving forward. We begin today's program with Willie Dale Allison, an incumbent seeking re-election to the Baxter City Council in the upcoming August election. Willie, it's good to have you on the program. Let's go back to the time when you first decided to run and you were seeking a seat on the City Council. What was mm-hmm. it that led to your decision to want to run for the Council? First of all, thank you for ha- having me. Uh, that was in, in, in 2010. Uh, I was really concerned about all the police protection Baxter was was not having. Uh, the the police, the police department has some some issues and and plus, you know, I, I've went to several meetings and and don't get me wrong that you know there was a bunch of good guys on the board, but they can never get get along. Uh, they were in the the uh, paper, the, the Herald Citizen, every month because of conflicts between the council members and and so I got with a buddy of mine, uh, Greg Phillips, that is on the council also that is running for re-election, and I got with him and and I told him I said, you know, we're gonna have to run, try to get better police protection, you know, and try to get this council to not to work better. And uh, so we so we ran and and, and we won and uh, and we've been on the council ever since 2010. Willie, have you seen those changes that you hope to make in terms of with the police department and maybe some better communication within the council itself? Oh, oh yes, more than I I expected. We you know, we hired a great chief, Danny Holmes. Uh he he turned that department around. Uh made the department one of the best departments, I believe, in in this county, in the state. The board got along so much better have been since 2010. Uh we we talk about things, we don't argue, we don't you don't walk out. That's what I want the citizens of the city knows that that we we get along so good, and we got so many good employees, so many good department heads. That's what makes the city run good. And, uh, and hopefully, you know, uh, come August the fourth, uh, that the city of Baxter and citizens will allow us to continue on. You know, having great city council members working together, uh, listening to each other, not getting mad. And, and 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 just keep continuing this leading the city to a better place to live because everybody wants to come to ba- uh, Baxter. Everybody does, and uh, and you can tell by the growth that we have with, with all this, the houses getting built. Uh, uh, these contractors are building these houses, and they are sold before they're they're even done. So I mean, you know, that's and and plus we also getting for the first time ever we are getting a full time fire department. That's that's unheard of in a small little town. But you know, we have worked so good as a council and the mayor and the city employees that you know we have a rainy day fund now that in the past never never even imagined that we would have a rainy day fund. So this council has really done a lot for the city and the employees and the department heads and we are so blessed to have all these people here willie dale allison is our guest on meet the candidates he's uh, seeking re-election to the baxter city council willie we've seen a lot of growth all across putnam county in recent years how has that growth impacted the city of baxter and likewise has it created any type of issues within the city of baxter the only thing I, you know, I, I've seen we, uh, you know, our our sewer uh, department and stuff. It, you know, we have got uh, four million dollars in grants to upgrade our our sewer lines, our sewer plant, which is awesome. It is the, you know, the traffic uh, around uh, Baxter. Of course, everybody knows is is pretty fake during school time and stuff like that. And we got T dot coming in putting a new uh signal light at the crossroads and and we're and we're going to widen uh tdot's going to widen up the road going up uh baxter road uh and you know we're we're uh we're growing uh, everybody wants to like i said everybody wants to come towards ba- uh, baxter we got a lot of a new factory coming in portabella 
that's you know going to be hiring 225 people and uh so yeah it, it's baxter's definitely grown for, uh, for sure and, and we are working as a council uh and employees and the department heads to help with that you know we also want to uh, the council, especially me and Greg Phillips and, and, and the rest of the council mayor, we want to keep the inner city a small town still feel. You know, uh, I'm not for building apartments inside the city limits of Baxter in the town, uh, duplexes. Uh, I've never been for that. I, you know, my feelings are that, you know, hey, you want to build a house, that's fine. Uh, people come in, they buy the houses, they're going to stay for 30 years. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we're just blessed, I'm telling you. Would you like to see more business and maybe even more industry? You mentioned the new factory that's locating there. Would you like to see more of that type growth within the city of Baxter? Well, you know, on the on the outskirts of, ba- uh, of Baxter, you know, hey, that's that, that that'd be great. That'd be more jobs for for people, good paying jobs. As long as it stays on the outskirts of, ba- of Baxter, I, I'm fine with that. But like I said, you know, on the inner inner of Baxter city limits where where the people that's been here for 30, 40, 50 years, you know, I, I would like to leave that alone. Leave that to where it's still a family oriented small little town, but on the you know, on the edge of, of the Baxters, like we said, we got Port Billick coming in. Uh that that's on the other side of the, the interstate. Uh we got some more gas stations coming in by the interstate, which you know, if you're going to be by the, the interstate, of course, they're going to develop that. It don't matter where you're at. You know, the more factories that come in, more more places that come into our outskirts of our city limits, uh, that just means more jobs for people. And uh, and that and that's a big deal right now because the economy is going up. Housing markets are skyrocketing through the roof. You know, it just uh, uh, people need jobs and good paying jobs. As we wrap up today, Willie Dale Allison, if you're reelected to the Baxter City Council, what will the voters be getting in Willie Dale Allison as their ongoing city councilman? Well, I can tell you, you know, like I said, I've been a city councilman for 12 years. And, and the first and foremost thing I do is I listen to the people, and I am a voice for the people. I'm very outspoken, as a lot of the people know, that's on the city council and, and in, in this neighborhood here. And I will continue to do that. I will continue to be the voice of the people. Uh, I will stand up for them. Uh, I know a lot of them know that already. But, yeah, but they need to get out and vote. they got to get out and vote and, and get myself and Greg Phillips back in so we can continue with this board that we have. We have you know, Jeff Harold, Dustin Stanton, Mayor John Martin, myself, you know, that gets along. When we go to a meeting, uh, you know, we're friends. We do what's best for the citizens of this town, and, uh, and, and we get along. We don't fuss. We don't fight. We don't get up and leave and because we know that we are there. But we're not there for the money, for sure. <laughs> but we are, we are there because that's what we want to do. That, that's what's in our hearts it is to run this town for these people that, 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 are, are, that uh, are our bosses that voted us in to take care of them. And that's my goal is to continue to do that, to take care of these people that live in my town and and that have been here for a while. So. Willie Dale Allison has been our guest to meet the candidates. Willie, again, is seeking re-election to the Baxter City Council in the August general election. Next up on the program is Brian Burgess. Brian is challenging for a seat on the Baxter City Council in the upcoming election. Brian, thanks for joining us today. What was it that factored into your decision to seek a seat on the city council in Baxter? Uh, I was I was on the seat before and uh, around 2003, uh, served one term, and uh, just generally had a lot of people come up and ask me if uh, if I wouldn't mind running again. You know, they appreciated the job I did the last time I was on the board, and they wanted to send me back on there again. Brian, were there some issues that these folks maybe brought to light to you in asking you to seek this position again? Just, just in general, some, some, you know, some broad things that were brought up. Uh, nothing really that you know raises a red flag. Uh, they just wanted to see the town progress in a way that you know that would make it you know proud to you know be able to live in Baxter. You know, just just a few improvements that they would like to see done. 
Brian, what experiences in your life help make you a good candidate? I'm a full-time firefighter for uh, 22 years. I work in a pretty big city. I see the growth and the rapid growth that they've had and the experiences that they have done uh, living here in the town of Baxter and, and raising two boys and trying to make it to where, you know, it's something that, you know, you can look back and be proud of to live in a town that, you know, like Baxter is and, and seeing it grow the way it is and be a part of it is, is something that, you know, I look forward to. Going back to the time when you last served on the city council, what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen overall in the city of Baxter and maybe even in Putnam County in general? Well, I mean, growth growth is one thing, and plus you have a new factory coming in. And you know, the last time I was on the city council, we had a, we had a lot of problems as far as we didn't have the money to do what we need to do with. And I had some great people on the board that you know really worked hard with you know as a group to try to get some of the improvements that you know we did. One of them was with the fire department. Uh, we worked hard to improve the fire department at that time, and we did a, a major sewer repair at that time. Uh, you know, we tried to do what we could with the money we had. Now, you know, seeing the growth and, and everything that's going on right now, you know, you have more revenue that you can, you know, do more expenditures and things to do in the city to improve it and to, you know, make it more user-friendly for the ones that live inside the city. When you do look at city services, how do you possibly prioritize those services in the fact that, okay, what is more important than the other how do you prioritize those type things well i mean just like anything else you know we have a we have a water department that serves just about uh, a fourth of the county we go all the way down to the county line on uh with smith county and we have a, a water department that you know is big and it supplies a lot of water to customers and everything i think that's a, a big benefit that we have i mean there's always areas to improve in every department we have, they just started, you know, giving garbage cans to each residence and having, you know, a pickup service there that has, you know, reduced the manpower that we had to have inside of that amount. But, you know, there's there's areas that, you know, any department can improve on. It's just, you know, trying to find the ones and tweak the ones to make it better for the, the citizens. Brian Burgess is seeking a seat on the Baxter City Council in the upcoming August election. Brian, when it comes to recreation, small communities a lot of times are looking for more recreation, more for the kids to do, more for teenagers to do. Do you see that as being something of a priority for the city of Baxter? Yes, it is. It's it's a big priority because, you know, if you look at it, you know, there's not that much that, you know, for the kids and the children to do that, you know, here in the town of Baxter, as far as, you know, we do have baseball, we do have uh, you know, football, but, you know, and we have a great basketball program that's funded by, you know, the uh, Putnam County, but, you know, there is things that you can do also to help out the, the, the teens and as well as children to have more services here in the town. And that's something that, you know, needs to be looked at and, and to be brought forward to, you know, that's something that families look at when they look at a city that they want to go and live in. When you look at the overall growth in a Putnam County, do you feel that it has had a big impact on the city of Baxter, some impact? How, how do you feel that has overall impacted that community? It's impacted you know, quite a bit right now. If you look, we have several new subdivisions coming up within Baxter. We have a couple more proposed subdivisions that are coming into Baxter. So it does it does bring a big spotlight onto Baxter as far as Putnam County. Uh, you have a lot of overflow from the school system as far as Upperman and Cookville. We we have that overflow coming into the city of Baxter, and that's something that you know we can prepare for and adjust to as a council to make it more uh, lenient or you know not as hard to you know take on. Do you feel there's a need to possibly bring in more local business to Baxter? As anything else, I would love to see more business come into Baxter. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of the residents will agree that, you know, I think we have quite a few right now and there's nothing wrong with what we have at this present point in time, but to have like uh, some more grocery stores and some more you know, places to sit down to eat. And also, you know, as well as more, uh, factories or industry to come in 
would be a big big benefit for the town of Baxter, not only as tax revenue, but also for you know the growth that we're having at this present point in time. Brian Burgess, in speaking with local voters during your campaign, what do you hear from them in terms of what they would like to see overall, what they would like to see in their community, or concerns they may have? Well, I mean, just like any other community, they have the same concerns that, you know, just about everybody else does. The concerns that they have at this present point in time is not what I would call major, but it is something that, you know, we can look forward to down the road as far as, like, you know, maybe having more sidewalks, more convenience of travel, within the city, giving our kids a, a place to be able to walk, you know, having a, maybe a sports facility being built within the Baxter for our kids to be able to play and everything, offering soccer, you know, for the the, the kids in the, in the city of Baxter to, you know, be able to also participate in, you know, there's just, and maybe even a swimming pool, you know, for, for that type of recreation during the summer. You know, these are things that, you know, all the citizens have, you know, voiced their opinion on and would like to see, you know, a better job on it. If the voters of Baxter do indeed elect you to the city council, what would they be getting in Brian Burgess as their city councilman? I would work hard to, you know, listen to what they have to say and try to, do, you know, come up with a good game plan with the other county commissioner or the city city councilman that are on the board and work with them to come up with, you know, a, a reasonable solution to help to, you know, to amend their, you know, problems or areas that they would like to see, you know, done. You know, it's working as a team on the council that really, that really, you know, helps out. Our guest has been Brian Burgess. Again, Brian is seeking a seat on the Baxter City Council in the upcoming August election. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on the program is Greg Phillips, and Greg is seeking re-election to the Baxter City Council. Greg, it's great to have you on the program today. Why did you want to get involved initially when you first ran for the council? What made you want to be part of it? Well, uh, I, I have a lot of love for Baxter. My grandmother worked at the Baxter Seminary. My dad went to school at Baxter Seminary. Both me and my wife and both of my sons have graduated from Oakman High School. So I really like to see Baxter do well. Uh, Baxter was having some problems. They were having some problems with the police force, and they were having some problems in the council. You might say with uh, they were having a lot of lot of issues about agreeing on things. So uh, me and my friend Willie Allison talked about it, and I said, "Well, we ought to run and see what we can do to help this out." So we did, and we were elected, and. Uh, the first thing we did was we uh, looked at the police department and we saw we needed some leadership in the police department that that was people would respect and everybody. So Danny Holmes came into mind and we offered the job to Danny and he's done a great job. He's been there since Men Willie were elected three terms ago and we have uh, pretty much worked together. We had a water leakage problem that was costing Baxter City a lot and. We hired a guy that was great for that, and we went in and stopped a lot of the leaks that were down Highway 70, which was costing us because we have to buy our water from Cookville. And so we did a lot of the – we got the water uh, loss down. And uh, so then we started working on the sewer, 
And uh, it takes people has to be in position to get grants from the government, whatever, to do some of this stuff because it's very expensive. So we've got some grants to be working on the sewer system that we really talked about. And I've watched the videos of where the infiltration was. And it's just uh, a lot of things that I was concerned about. I own a little land here in Baxter, and I definitely didn't want to see any taxes go up. So I've tried to spend the Baxter money kind of like it's mine, and I don't make snap decisions. I, I I trust myself in making decisions on what new equipment we need and what would be beneficial for us. Uh, we've hired some really good people to work for the city. Uh, I have people that I can call any hour and say, man, we got water coming up, and, I mean, they're there just in a few minutes. So it's uh, it's been really uh, I've been enjoyment working with the people we are, and we're right now in the position that Baxter's really going to explode here, and uh, some things we're looking for. And I want to be reelected just to uh, see through these things, and I really hope that uh, I can see through them and uh, kind of help make sure that everything comes in as it should. So we're really, you know, excited about some things we're doing. And as a child, my my grand, my uncle was a mayor of Baxter, and I went to all the meetings with him. And I just had a lot of, like I said, I got I got a lot of interest in Baxter. Greg Phillips is our guest on Meet the Candidates again. He's seeking re-election to the Baxter City Council. Greg, what is it about the Baxter community you think that really stands out that that's so appealing to people when they come visit, or for people looking to locate to Baxter? Well, to be honest, we we have the best schools in the county, probably in the state. Uh, we have uh, sports. We have some very good sports teams that people, you know, want to look for their, their kids to be able to get scholarships to college. They come here to play ball. Uh, I think we have a very attractive town. We're doing a lot of things to build it up and uh, spending, you know, a lot of time and money on it. We have a beautification committee that uh, tries to, you know, decorate and stuff. Uh, we have a new park, a Blue Cross Park, that is just unbelievable. We've upgraded the old park that used to be a place that you didn't want to take your family, and it's a good place now to go over and walk and, and talk to your neighbors and stuff. So, uh, like I said, but I really... The school system is just unbelievable. That's the first thing I tell people when they talk about, you know, moving into Putnam County. I say, man, you need to look at Baxter. We've got education program there, sports program. Our crime rate is down very low. Uh, you know, you can leave your vehicle unlocked. and You, you just don't have to worry about a lot of things here in town. What are some issues you think maybe need to be addressed moving forward in terms of the town of Baxter? And likewise, as you speak to citizens in your campaign, what are some things they also tell you about things they would like to see? Well, the biggest thing right now that we have in problem in Baxter is the water. Uh, a lot of people complain about the price of water. We buy our water from Cookville which we have a price we have to pay, just like a price you have to pay at the gas pumps. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to offset that. Uh, Cook was raised the water on us three times in my last tenure, and we've only raised it on the citizens once. Uh, we are trying to work with that. The more customers we get, the more water we sell, the more profit what little profit we get off of it that we can give back to the to the consumers and we're really hoping that we can do that with this new plant coming in and all that but uh this new plant coming in should employ close to maybe 300 people so we're hoping that that'll be a draw to get you know more sewer customers and everything which will help the city of baxter do better and uh you know price try to keep taxes down and prices down on water and sewer and that's my big thing now that i hear people talk about and i talk to them about it and we're we're working on that very very hard right now trying to fix that 
Greg Phillips, as we close today, if you're reelected to the Baxter City Council, what will the voters of Baxter be getting in you as their ongoing city councilman? Well, they will be getting 100% from me. I am recently retired, have more time to spend with the city of Baxter and looking at things and trying to work things out. And like I said, we are definitely working on our infiltration to our sewer system. And I'm kind of watching that now. I go and watch them do it, and uh, they're doing something called pipe bursting where they pull a pipe inside another one. And I think that's going to stop a lot of our infiltration. And that way we won't have water that being treated that don't need to be treated. But I'm going to see and work hard that we keep that going, keep the citizens of Baxter in mind as the people because most of them are my friends. Some, A lot of them are elderly, uh, so their income is not as good as a lot of people. So I just want to see to keep prices down and everything so those people can live comfortably. Greg Phillips, he is seeking re-election to the Baxter City Council in the August 4th general election. Ricky Head is our next guest on Meet the Candidates. Now, Ricky is an incumbent on the Gainesboro Town Council, looking to be reelected as alderman in Gainesboro. Ricky, it's good to have you on the program. What led to your interest to get involved with the Gainesboro Town Council? Uh, well, I was employed with the uh, town of Gainesboro for four years, and uh, I kind of, after not employed with them, I kind of seen some things that I thought I might, you know, might be interested in trying to change and of course i was born and raised in, in gainesboro and uh just show, you know showed a lot of interest in my in my town and hoping to try to help change things but that comes that comes along you know along with uh other people's assistance as well so i just uh you know felt like you know felt the interest in running and of course i ran two years ago and was elected and now i'm up for re-election and gonna try it again what were some of the things that you really wanted to be able to help address when you did run? And likewise, what are some things still now that you feel like the town council's got in front of them that need to be addressed? Uh, well, our biggest thing uh, at the moment uh, that we're actually dealing with is our, our water plant. It's, uh, it's running at max capacity right now, and uh, we're looking at having to update it. That's one of our biggest accomplishments we're trying to work on right now. And uh, as far as the the citizens of Gainesboro, I'd really like to see a uh, trash route b- brought back to Gainesboro uh, because, you know, right now, I hate to say it, but, you know, the taxpayers of Gainesboro, they're, they're really not getting nothing, nothing, no benefit, I guess you could say, as for for living in the city, other, you know, than they have, uh, you know, water and sewer. But, you know, I mean, anybody's got that. I, I'd really like to see a, a trash route brought back to Gainesboro. That's, that's one of my priorities uh, as being an alderman our guest is ricky head again he is seeking re-election to the gainesboro town council as an alderman ricky when you meet with and talk with voters around the community what are some of the issues they bring up to you that they would like to see addressed uh they would like to see more uh, obviously more businesses brought into the town uh and and one of the big issues, as far as a city issue, our streets our streets are in really bad shape. Which that takes that takes money to obviously fix. And uh, we're working on trying to get some grants to to fix those. That's a, that's going to be a big issue we're going to tackle. And I'm I'm hoping to see that fixed maybe within the possible next two year term, hopefully. But that that's one of our big issues that people speak with me a lot about. How difficult is it for the town of Gainesboro to recruit? business is it somewhat difficult for y'all in that process it it is it is difficult because uh you take you take like a lot of the a lot of the buildings and stuff around town they are they're owned by a lot of the same people and they're they're not really interested in renting them out and if they do it's not at affordable prices but we've we've been speaking speaking to a lot of them and we're hoping to change that Ricky Head, if you're reelected to the town council there in Gainesboro, what will the voters be getting in terms of you as their ongoing city councilman? Uh, well, it's hard, it's hard to really speak for the future, but I'm hoping in ongoing that uh, that really we can see a lot of a lot of changes and and uh, what they get. And like I said, hoping to see that 
they will they will get a a trash route and hoping to see that their streets and sidewalks and stuff will be fixed to, to you know what they're expecting to see. Ricky Head has been our guest on Meet the Candidates again. Ricky is seeking re-election to the town council in Gainesboro as alderman in the upcoming August general election. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Miss Nancy Pruitt. Now, Nancy is running for Alderwoman in the town of Gainesboro. Nancy, it's good to have you on the program today. What led to your decision to run in this election for Alderwoman in the city of Gainesboro? Well, I retired uh, about two years from teaching in the school system for 42 years. And uh, I now have the time to dedicate to Gainesboro. It's a town that I love. Um, I've been actually involved in many of the volunteer um, events that we've had around town. We have um, a beautification committee that I started that we've uh, working on a square. And we've also, I've been on a facade grant um, historical grant committee uh, helping with the um, buildings that are located in businesses around the square. So I'm just ready to um, volunteer and help my the town that I love. How do you feel those experiences help you, Nancy? Being a school teacher, for one, because obviously some communication there, but with your involvement in the community, how much of an asset is that for you as you run this campaign? Oh, it's a great asset. Uh, the last two years of my career, I worked with a federal grant program and was the director of a, a program called Gear Up. So I learned a lot about dealing with federal monies and grants, and I think that's one of the things that's really going to help our small town. As you know, many communities right now are struggling with the infrastructure such as the sewer, the water, and the roads due to low tax revenue. And um, I think I have the ability to find those grants and work with those um, committees and try to get some grant money into our town to work on our, especially our water and sewer issues that we have. I know many, many people. In fact, I've taught uh, four of the five um, opponents that I have were students of mine. So they're all wonderful, and they will do well, anyone that wins. It's a volunteer. You do not get paid for this job. It is you do it because you love it. Nancy Pruitt is our guest to Meet the Candidates. Again, she is running as an alderwoman or seeking the office of alderwoman in uh, the town of Gainesboro. Nancy, you mentioned infrastructure and some other issues. What do you feel like the biggest issue or hurdle, if you will, the, the town of Gainesboro is facing right now? I think it's our sewer and water issue. We have a sewer plant that's outdated and cannot um, uh, support what needs for our increase of influx of business and people moving to rural areas. Our water lines and, and sewer lines are 50 years or so older, and we're having to work on those. As we work on those, we're having to tear the roads up, so then that becomes another issue. So the main issue um, that we have in our small town is the, the water and sewer issue. Nancy Pruitt, as you speak to folks around the community, 
What do you hear from them in terms of their concerns? Well, they're concerned about, um, first of all, getting businesses to come in as our, our small town, the square. We only have about 960 people in our little town of Gainesboro. Recently, in the past few years, we have had a regrowth around the square of businesses. We're known for our restaurants. You know, we're getting some, some businesses to come in. I think we worry about our children who are graduating. They don't have jobs here. They have to go somewhere else to work, to find a job. So we're hoping, you know, with um, with the upgrade to our infrastructure that we can start getting some new businesses so our, our um, children and the young people can stay here and live here in the it's a beautiful town, and uh, we're hoping that with the support from federal grants um, that we can improve our infrastructure and, and get businesses to come back. Our guest has been Nancy Pruitt. Again, she is seeking the office of Alderwoman in the town of Gainesboro coming up in the August 4th general election. Next up on the program is Travis Agee. Now, Travis is seeking re-election as an alderman on the Gainesboro Town Council. Travis, it's good to have you on the program. What led you to want to get involved with the Gainesboro Town Council? Well, I've, I've lived in Gainesboro, Jackson County all my life. It's home to me, and it's where, it's where I'll be the rest of my life, and, and my kids as well, more than likely. And uh, I just I, I wanted to be involved. I, I feel like I can make a difference moving forward with things and keep Gainesboro going in the right direction. When you initially sought the office, were there any issues or concerns that you had that prompted your decision to run for the council? Well, uh, in, in years past, I, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I wouldn't think the leadership was there. I feel like maybe, you know, the want to for growth may not have been there. They may not have wanted it as much growth. You look around surrounding towns and some of them's getting bigger and bigger and some people don't want that some people do but i feel like we can grow you know within our means and and stay within our roots and not just not get too big and everybody can benefit from that and i feel like i can i can help make that happen in what areas in particular travis would you like to see some growth in the town of gainesboro um right now tourism is 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 a big thing that that's that's kind of what we're we're shooting for right now the county and the city as well as long along with the chamber of commerce our industries you know has pretty much left town for whatever reason a lot of our people in the county and in the city work out of town i would like to see more more things come back more jobs where maybe we can keep that money and the people not having to commute and keep the money you know local Travis Agee is our guest to meet the candidates. He's seeking re-election as an alderman on the Gainesboro Town Council. Travis, when you look at recreation in Gainesboro, things for the youth to do, are you satisfied with that, or do you feel like more might could be done in that area as well? No, I, I, I honestly feel like we could do more. We have worked over the last couple of years with the Chamber of Commerce as far as upgrading our Bicentennial Park. Um, and it's it's in completion stages now. Most most of it is completed. I wish you know we had more things, youth centers, um, something something for the young people to do. And I know I know the county as as well as the city. We have been approached by the Corps of Engineers of maybe potentially taking over uh, operation of Rowan River Park. I know the county has been working with that. Some um, don't know where it's at exactly with that but if, if something was to come up and maybe something you know we, we might could incorporate some things over there for the youth just to keep keep them something to do travis says you meet with and speak with local voters what do you hear from them in terms of their concerns our water our water rate is, is some of the things right now where our water plant is operating at maximum capacity we're in process now of, of working on that um, of potentially building a new water plant. It may come at, at a cost of raising rates, but it will run more efficient, hopefully. Just some things, our city streets are, are a big concern. We have some city streets that's in bad shape that needs some attention, some repaving, some, some milling and overlaying. Just from over the, over the several years of patching, fixing water leaks, 
sewer problems, you know, and just patching the roads. It's over time. It's just deteriorated, and, and they've got in bad shape. And I'm I'm hoping that there's some maybe some grants out there that we can, we can go after and and help offset some of the cost of fixing those. Travis Agee has been our guest to meet the candidates again. Travis is seeking re-election to the Gainesboro Town Council as alderman. Both Patrick Highland and Eric Bartholomew. Candidates for the Gainesboro Town Council declined invitations to participate in this program. If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed, dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Our next guest on Meet the Candidates is Judge Amy Hollers. She is the incumbent in the circuit court judge seat out of District 13. She will be running in the August general election. Judge Hollers, thank you for joining us on the program. When you initially decided to run for circuit judge, what was it that prompted that decision for you? Well, Tom, I've I've been doing this job for 13 years, so the decision to run uh, most recently has has been a pretty simple one. I have uh, really enjoyed serving the people of the 13th Judicial District as circuit judge and uh, feel that I have something to bring uh, to the community in terms of uh, serving and and uh, giving a, a fair forum for people to uh, resolve their disputes. Many of us don't come face-to-face -face in our lifetimes with a judge. What role do you play as a circuit court judge? Um, Tom, as, as circuit court judge here in the 13th Judicial District, I travel to seven counties, and I hear, and that includes uh, Putnam as one of the counties, um, Overton, my home county, DeKalb County, White County, uh, Cumberland County, and then Pickett and Clay counties as well. Um, I travel to those counties hearing civil cases and um, determining things all the way from uh, car wrecks, uh, car wreck type disputes to uh, medical malpractice in, in the uh, terms of tort actions. We hear contract actions. We hear um, child dependency and neglect cases and termination of parental rights cases. Of course, we hear a lot of family law, divorce and custody matters as well. Judge Amy Hollers, what do you think are the most important characteristics to be a judge? I think the most important characteristics of, of a trial judge are uh, a commitment to fairness, uh, and that means for me a commitment to understanding the facts as best you can in a trial setting, really listening to the litigants and, um, and then applying the law faithfully to those facts. Some people think that a judge just does what they want to do, and that is not correct. That is what people would call judicial activism. But a judge is restrained by, uh, by the law. And uh, whether we agree with a particular law or not, we are sworn to apply that law faithfully. And I think that commitment to fairness and to applying the law faithfully are 
very important characteristics of any person who aspires to the job. I think another important characteristic is uh, is the ability to listen to people and to uh, determine credibility. And I believe that uh, those, especially determining credibility, take some experience in the law and of people. Judge Amy Hollers, she is the incumbent in the race for the District 13 Circuit Court Judge. She's been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Next up is Mr. William Ridley. Now, William is running for the Circuit Court Judge out of District 13. William, it's good to have you with us on the program. What led to your decision to run for Circuit Court Judge? Sure. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to give back to my community, and I saw this as an opportunity. I'm also a conservative at heart and a longtime Republican, and I thought that, that was those are the values of most of the people of the Upper Cumberland, and I thought it was time that we had a judge that represented those values. And so this, this position has uh, never been held by a Republican candidate before in its history, and I hope to be the first. William, what experiences in your life make you a good candidate for this position? Well, I'm currently a judge right now. I'm the General Sessions Judge for Cumberland County um, and have been serving in that role and helping people. And I've also served as the city attorney for Crossville, and I still serve in that role as well for the last seven years. Uh, And also as the tax attorney, Um, I was appointed by Governor Lee and also Governor Haslam to serve as a special attorney general for the state of Tennessee to prosecute condemnation cases. But before becoming a lawyer, I worked for uh, a United States congressman and also a state senator where my job was to work with people, help solve their problems, and learn valuable skills in those jobs, how to listen to people, how to really uh, understand their problems and help them solve them. And I think that's paramount for a judge to be able to actually take the time to hear the cases and sort through the issues, and that's what I plan to do if elected. We're speaking with William Ridley. He's a candidate for circuit court judge out of District 13. William, was there any type of issue, an event, or anything like that to help motivate you to run for this position? Uh, I don't think any particular event. just something that uh, as I practiced law and I saw how the court operated, I saw improvements that could be had uh, in in the court and thought that it was something that I could uh, do and, and bring a service to the people in our in the Upper Cumberland. What do you think are the most important characteristics of a circuit court judge or a judge of any type, for that matter? So, so a judge should be impartial uh, at at all times and should treat people with respect. Uh, when you come to the courtroom, I see many times when I have clients before a judge and and the judge is not respectful. Uh, to the people and the, and the people in that courtroom have issues and problems that not necessarily doesn't necessarily make them a criminal. They may be there on a civil matter. And so I think being able to have, be fair-tempered and treat people with respect and be impartial are some of the most important characteristics of a judge. As you've talked to local voters, what are you hearing from them? Do they have any concerns that they've expressed to you? Uh, most of the voters are trying to figure out which, which person's running for which judge. And so uh, I do a lot of uh, spend a lot of time trying to explain what the different judicial positions are. But most most people just want to know that you're going to do the right thing, you're going to be fair with them, and that they can count on you to be impartial if they ever come before your court. And, uh, and that's the qualities that I have to offer. What would the voters be getting in William Ridley as a circuit court judge? Uh, hopefully after the election they would be getting somebody that they don't have to hear from in the news, uh, somebody that's not in the news very often because they're doing their job and 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 somebody that's uh, taking care of court business. So I think a judge kind of fades away into non-existence once they're elected uh, if they're doing their job correctly because they're, they're busy working in the court and they'd be getting someone fair and impartial if I'm elected. William Ridley, candidate for circuit court judge out of District 13, our guest on Meet the Candidates.
If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher. One storm could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed. Dead branches removed. Stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week. Early voting throughout the state of Tennessee is now underway for the upcoming August general and state primary elections. Early voting will run through Saturday, July 30th, with the regular election day coming up on Thursday, August 4th. Among Upper Cumberland counties, early voting hours are as follows. In Clay County, early voting is Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. and Saturday from 9 a.m. until noon. Jackson County, early voting hours are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 8 a.m. until 4 p.m., Wednesday and Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon. That's in Jackson County. In Overton County, early voting hours are Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m., Saturday, 8 a.m. until noon. In Pickett County, early voting hours are Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon. In Putnam County, early voting hours are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m., Thursday from 8 a.m. until 7 p.m., and Saturday from 9 a.m. until 1 p.m. In Van Buren County, early voting hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. until noon, and in White County, early voting hours are Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 a.m. until 4 p.m., Tuesday and Thursday from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m., and Saturday from 9 a.m. until noon. And again, early voting will run through Saturday, July 30th. Check with your local county's election commission office for early voting locations. That's today's Meet the Candidates. If you missed any part of today's show, be sure to visit News Talk 94.1 online for the on-demand audio. Our producer is Jake Wallman. Thank you for joining us for Meet the Candidates. I'm Tom Duggan.